Hey, so I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I don't want to start out all negative, but if you're listening to this, you may have some interest in growing an online store, or you may actually already have an online store. And I'm probably not telling you anything you don't know already, but in the e-commerce marketplace, there's a lot of junk and bad information. And because of that, a lot of people who start or trying to grow their store fail miserably. They don't make any sales. Sometimes they don't even get a store up or they're just running terrible ads or they have terrible products in their stores. I don't have time to get into all the flaws, but we set out several years ago to fix that. And we do that through our store implementation program, which is a one-to-one -one coaching and implementation program that helps entrepreneurs grow profitable, scalable online stores. We do that through what we call our sales success recipe. All right. So if you're interested in that or learning more about that, then go to storerecipe.com. That's storerecipe.com. You can read all about how we grow stores and the process we go through, clients we've worked with. And then if you want, you can schedule a consultation and we can talk more about it. All right. So let's dive into the episode. One of the most challenging things to deal with in a business is negative feedback um, for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, um, generally negative feedback is the most vocal, right? So think about uh, compliments as an example. You can get a hundred people that tell you how great you are, how awesome of a person you are, you're good looking, you're successful, whatever. But if one person comes along and tells you something negative about yourself, you weigh that so much heavier, so much more heavily than the hundred positive things that were said. I don't know why that's the case. I think uh, it's just kind of how we're wired where we're kind of attracted to the, you know, the, the negative stuff more than the positive. But the same holds true in business is, you know, you could do a, a 10,000 transactions and if you have five negative feedback, they kind of stand out or they kind of irk you. So anyways, um, for the products we sell, we had some feedback from people saying, hey, I, I would have preferred this or I think, you know, this could have been better, whatever it is. And I was thinking about that uh, on a recent Friday and I was watching Shark Tank. And on Shark Tank, um, Mark Cuban was on there and he said something really interesting. He said, and I'm paraphrasing, he said that it's the customer's job to enjoy your product. That's really the only job of the customer is to enjoy your product. If you're putting a, a product out there that you believe in, that's a good product, that's their job. It's not the customer's job to tell you how to create or change your product. Um, so in a sense, he's saying, you know, your product isn't for everyone. Now, this doesn't give you a, a free pass to just ignore all customer feedback or potential opportunities for improvement or, you know, new products and things like that, because you always want your customers to be happy. And sometimes your customers can give you great ideas, but it is a good lesson. What he was saying is that, um, you can't please everyone, 
the the saying that the customer is always right is is actually wrong. The customer is not always going to be right. And if you just listen to customers, especially the ones that have the negative feedback, many times it can have ne negative impacts on your product because you're making decisions about your product based on what a very, very small subset of your customers are saying. Um, and this can hurt you long-term. So uh, an example I have of this that I gave to our coaching community is, let's imagine that I run a, a really successful and high-end steakhouse. And, you know, think of like a Ruth's Chris or a, a Capital Grill or something like that. Um, if there's somebody who's a vegetarian and they don't eat meat and they don't like steakhouses and they, you know, they say negative things about the restaurant, I can't change our whole business model and suddenly we don't serve steak anymore because of, you know, um, a minor uh, minor part of, of the population that maybe our product isn't for. If I do that, I'm completely discounting, you know, all the happy customers that bought the product and didn't leave negative feedback or left good feedback. Right. So, um, the lesson in this for me is I, I love seeing that episode of shark tank with Mark Cuban. When he said that it really kind of rang home that if you do change your product based on a couple, um, a little bit of negative feedback, you're potentially hurting, you know, you're potentially hurting all the other people who loved your product. You're basically, you know, jeopardizing your business for, you know, the majority of people who, who actually loved your product just to try and please a small subset. So always consider that when you get feedback, take a look at the whole picture. Is it just a few people? And, you know, are the changes they're recommending best for your entire customer base as a whole? Um, or like Mark said, is it, hey, is it the customer's job to enjoy your product? And if they don't, then maybe they're not your ideal customer.